Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. This is the fun cast here, NFL Week 10. Um, and as you can tell by the name of this podcast, a few of us are excited tonight. So here we are. Yeah, Ryan's excited. Raise the roof here. So, Woo! <laughs> um, well, Joey, you want to hit all of our fans here with the socials? Hi, Trent. Yes, I, I can do that for you. Uh, as always, Instagram and Twitter at Heartland Pulse. Search us on Facebook, Pulse of the Heartland. If you're watching us on YouTube, you already know how to get there. But if you're on that, also just search Pulse of the Heartland. Find us also on our new website with the In the Zone crew, in the zone.studio. And then tomorrow morning, you'll be able to find this podcast on all the major platforms. All right, Joey. Where, where are you at, Joey? I am back in Corpus Christi, Texas for the week. Doing uh, another audit. So, like your second home. <laughs> Basically, South Texas is just Joe Bahosky Boulevard at this point. <laughs> what are, what so, are you drinking down there in Texas? Uh, I got a little bit of vodka and a little bit of diet or seven up, zero sugar. So, nice. Just kind of yeah. chilling, a little bit refreshing. So, had Very a good. salad from Jason's Deli and hit the spot. So, cool. Yep. Clark, what are you drinking? I've got some Templeton Rye barrel strength from uh, 2020. Ooh. And then I've got the old uh, Walmart Tropical Punch. So Very good. Don't, don't want to get too frisky on the old barrel strength, you know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were mixing. You. Before long, you'll end up like Ryan, and we just don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I've I've still never had the barrel strength. I need to get some. Woo! Yeah, that good, <laughs> huh? All right. Well, well, Ryan, what are you drinking then? I'm going with beer tonight. Finishing up my uh, coffee ale from uh, Sheridan, Wyoming. Nice. Luminous. You got it in your your fancy mug from your wedding. Sure do. Maybe. Very nice. Brian, I'm drinking like a you? drinking like a Viking king, basically. Drinking your mead. Mm-hmm. All right. Your grog. Well, we're not pirates, I guess. So <laughs> that'd be the Raiders. Vikings, <laughs> pirates, they're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do, do I have to drink fire water or some shit? Because it's a juice man or what? I don't get it. Um, just water over here. Just water, Bryant. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably grab a beer in a couple minutes. I, I had to get hydrated, though. Ames tap water, baby. That's the best in the world. Yeah. Just just think if you reverse osmosis Ames tap water. It'd be oh so pure. It'd be so, so pure. pure. Yeah. You'd have to drink it like Joey. No, I, uh, I I didn't say I had, I had a pretty delicious bagel uh, egg sandwich made it with a little, uh, you know, sausage and stuff. I guess. So I need to be a little healthier. I, had just, I just chugged a Diet Coke as well. So <laughs> a little water to make me feel like I'm healthy for the day. Yeah. Trent, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Land Shark Lager. Mm. Uh, saw they had six packs of these at Sunshine yesterday, and I was like, you know what? It's Ryan's birthday, and he loves Land Shark. 
So I bought some land shark. They are delicious. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. I still regret. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. I still regret uh, I found in an antique store or was an antique store, it was just a junk <laughs> store. One of the surfboards that had like the shark bite out of it. It was the mm-hmm. land shark brand one that you could see it like in bars and stuff. I should have bought it. It was cool. I've looked into those things. Those things are so damn expensive now. Should have bought it. I know this was like over 10 years ago too. So yeah, I always loved going to Vegas because Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville was right there on the strip. And you could get land shark for like two dollars during their specials. Like it was awesome, but yeah, this, I don't believe that's a thing anymore. This says it's uh, Margaritaville Brewing Company out of St. Louis, which I'm guessing is just Budweiser. It is. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty positive. It's Anheuser Busch. Yeah, you can't put one past us. Uh, big news: the Anheuser Busch sign sitting right on the interstate is alive again. Oh, nice. That's a great thing. Will they like light it up or what? Oh, yeah. It's a big lit up neon eagle, like moving and everything. Oh, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Nice. They they got to play for the Missouri people, like I complained about a couple years ago or a couple weeks ago. I mean, sorry. So let's uh, jump into this thing. We got a lot to talk about because the NFL. It's pretty good this week. Um, one, one second there, Trent. Um, I know we were supposed to have the interview with Dylan tonight. Uh, that has been moved because of scheduling conflicts, so that'll either be this Wednesday or next Monday. So still happening, just in, just not happening tonight, but it will happen, I promise. I, I mean, when, when you're big time and like us, scheduling conflicts do happen. So the, the dude's running a business here. Sorry. So, you know, he's he's trying to make us millionaires here as fast as soon as possible. It's it's understandable. None of us have ever missed a podcast. I don't know why he can't be here. I know. Never, like, ever. I didn't miss two of them last week either. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess first we we can mention here. um Monday Night Football is going on right now. Washington at Philly. Philly's trying to stay undefeated. Uh, Washington is playing them tough as they have. They played tough the last few weeks. Um, But Ryan and I, we are probably cheering for Washington right now. Absolutely. We need them to get the loss. We need them to get a few losses. Washington yes. is currently up 17-14 with 20 seconds left in the first half. So the 43 and a half put point over looking looking good right now. I was just going to say, say what, what, what do we all have tonight right now? Washington to, to cover 11. Same here. What I've Joe, got. You had Philly money line, right? Correct. I had the over 43 and a half. Joe is the only one rooting for the Eagles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of points. <laughs> I would say I'd be okay with an Eagles close, uh, close win. That would I think that would suffice everyone just in the betting. But since real life actually matters right now for some of our teams, we'll go command, get a little chaos going. On. Thank Heineke you. Makes them, Heineke makes them. Heineke makes them better, doesn't he? They're just he does. completely different animal with him. Is it Heineke makes them better, or Wentz makes everyone worse? I'm going to go with the latter. <laughs> yeah. I feel yes, like Heineke is more consistent. Honest. Like, I feel like Wentz's highs are higher, 
but Heineke is just steadily at a better grade because Wentz's lows are real low. Yeah, Heineke is yeah. not going to make that catastrophic mistake. Yeah, yeah. And like Brian said, Wentz went. Wentz was good his first few years, and just like he was an MVP candidate for a while, and then a couple of ACLs and sprained both of his ankles at the same time, or some shit like that. Somehow, so. <laughs> is it Allstate with the chaos commercials? The guy that's just always yeah. causing accidents. Yeah, this that's yeah. what Wentz is. Wentz can have some awesome moments, but boy, there's going to be an accident at the end. <laughs> Sounds like a chance for a new endorsement. And Washington <laughs> just takes a twenty to fourteen lead at half. They hit yep. the field goal. Thank you, Joey. I need 10 more points. Come on. Really should have taken their kicker instead of the Eagles kicker. Damn it. Yeah. Sorry, Trent, but if the score finished at 17 to 14, I wouldn't be upset. Wow. 2014 wow. now, so. You'd be happy, but my feelings would be hurt. I see how it is, Ryan. But the Vikings would almost be in a tie for first place, so that would be worth With it. With the tiebreaker going to the Eagles. Yeah, that's why I said almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump into that. Speaking of the Vikings, uh, well, it says right here we got to start with the first with the best game of the season: Minnesota at Buffalo. Um, what a game! What a stupid game! Just yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Speaking of Allstate, it's the commercial that's on right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm a few. I'm a bit behind you guys, I guess. So uh, I, you're in Mountain Time. You're probably an hour back from what we're on. So yeah, they just kicked <laughs> off. The, the coin, the coin toss just happened. What what happens after that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let's, let's hear it, Vikings fans. How'd the game go? I was watching the Chiefs, so. I, so I had written that game off as a loss in the third quarter. So I go outside and I start putting up my Christmas lights. <laughs> and uh, I came inside. I got them all up real quick. Came inside to have to walk through my house to get to my back deck to plug in the lights to make sure they work. Uh, that's when Minnesota got stuffed at the one. I'm like, oh, Jesus, of course. And then I kind of stand there long enough to watch the Bills fumble it in the end zone and the Vikings score a touchdown. So then I had to watch the rest of it and overtime. So I caught the good parts. <clears throat> Those uh, The Vikings are not good for a person's heart, that is for sure. Just terrible, terrible, terrible. A giant roller coaster of emotions. And I was the same way. You know, I, I, the only reason I didn't really turn it off was because I was with my daughter and all we did, all we could do was sit there and watch football. So might as well finish it up. But yeah, halftime. And I went into this game. This was a game that I circled as a loss. There was no way we were going to be beating Buffalo at Buffalo, especially. Um, I don't know what it is about the Vikings that they cannot play a full game. They started off with a touchdown on their opening drive and then nothing for two and a half quarters. It's, it's every single game, mm -hmm. which is why it's, why it's a one possession game or a one score game every freaking time. Um, but yeah, uh, Kirk Cousins looked like absolute garbage until the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden he's throwing passes that are, amazing justin jefferson i don't know what to say about that guy that guy is I, I don't think there's anybody as good as him in the nfl there's close but i do not think there's a, a wide receiver as good as him in the nfl i just don't uh <laughs> i mean we always say best player on the best team wins the mvp so ryan's really rooting for that right now <laughs> jalen hurts yeah, 
I think yeah. Clark said that what is like he's not even top ten for Vegas odds for MVP, which is just absolute crazy to me. I have the odds put in here from FanDuel. He's number thirteen at plus ten thousand. Uh, he is behind Kirk Cousins, who's number seven at plus thirty two hundred. And this is Kirk's honestly statistically worst year as a Viking too. Um, it's just now we have a, a a coach that lets him take chances and and knows how to win a game. Um, I, I don't know. It was, it was stupid. Um, <clears throat> I have as a bullet point there when, then this is for a lot of games. When is the NFL going to get their refing situation fixed? Cause we were again, two weeks in a row playing against the refs, the 12 men on the field that we got stuffed at the one on that fourth and goal. They had 12 men on the field there that I'm pretty positive. The refs are supposed to, uh, be, counting each play didn't do that um the inside two minutes that catch that wasn't a catch uh the nfl is supposed to be the ones that automatically review that nope let josh allen and go and snap the ball and let's not review a catch that the nfl has already sent a letter saying no this shouldn't have been a catch it would have been overturned so that's two weeks in a row the vikings have gotten letters from the nfl saying sorry about that we kind of screwed you guys um it's 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 a joke. It's a complete joke, but um, we still overcame all of that. We shouldn't have overcame all that, but we did and got a, I would say, probably our uh, our win that everyone was hoping we would get to show that we are an actual team, a real team. Yeah, after the Vikings went down and scored <clears throat> pretty easily on their first possession then it didn't do anything, you know, turn the ball over, uh, Buffalo scored a couple touchdowns real quick in a row after they did, you know, turn that ball over. I, I thought, okay, well, here comes the Eagles games again because that's what they did in the Eagles game. They went right down, scored, and then Eagles just pounded on the rest of the game. And I thought that was going to happen, to be honest, mm-hmm. after that first touchdown. No, I agree. And Kirk Cousins threw just two tear perceptions. One was a overthrow which he has been floating balls a bit this week this uh, season uh so that's that's an issue that's i don't know i'm sure he can fix it it's whatever um the other interception i don't know if he thought that was uh jefferson or thielen going out instead of the corner but he threw it right to the defender that was that one was terrible um but then like i said second half comes fourth quarter comes and all of a sudden he's making fantastic throws yep Jekyll and Hyde. My guess is that KOC knows his team is so good that he goes and scores, keeps the game close, just does a bunch of experimentations in the middle of the game, and then when it comes down to it that we have to win, he's like, okay, let's actually do some real real play here and, and win the game. <laughs> so well, once that, they get to the playoffs, they can be like, okay, quit messing around. We're playing the real game now. Yeah, you guys haven't actually seen our real offense. Um, Harrison, Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson look like they have found the fountain of youth. They, I, Patrick Peterson with two interceptions. He looks like he's back to his prime. He is looking so good this year. Yeah. Sealed, sealed the game in overtime, which brings up another bullet point. Josh Allen, phenomenal quarterback, great quarterback. He makes some really stupid decisions, doesn't he? Yeah. You know who leads the NFL in interceptions? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, those were two throws that were just stupid. Those two interceptions, I mean, I don't know how he didn't see Peterson around there, but both critical throws, I mean, obviously the one, the second one lost the game, but 
yeah, he's phenomenal talent, but he, uh, I think he tries to force stuff too much, and that's going to get him in trouble. Yeah, really did think that the one in overtime, I Peterson was under that route the whole way. Like how he ever thought that was going to be not intercepted was is beyond me. It was interesting listening to Pat P in the in the after game press conference because he kind of uh, went through that play and he's like it's it's one of those things that you've had to have been in the NFL for long enough to know what was coming, so he's just a great veteran that knew what was what was happening, um, so it made sense when he explained it, but yeah, it was still stupid. I, I I'm I don't know what Bryant's doing. He is the biggest uh, one of the biggest Josh Allen haters I know, so I'm not sure why he's. Uh, Keeping quiet here. I was letting you Vikings kids speak. I've been also looking at a couple things. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it earlier. I just need to confirm myself. 12 minutes on the field can be reviewed even if the penalty isn't called. So, again, I don't know why that one wasn't. Um, As far as Josh Allen, though, um, again, you know, my my hating on Josh is more them trying to lift him up and say – him and Mahomes are at the same level. Because I'm not saying Mahomes doesn't make mistakes, but Josh Allen's level of mistakes that he has, as well as how often, like, like you said, I mean, he he leads the league in interceptions. Um, I saw a stat the other day, only in the in the, uh, in the last uh, 10 years, the list of players that have fumbled on their own one-yard line, it was Josh Allen this Sunday and um, Josh Allen last year. So, I, I mean, or in 2020. So, I mean, he puts his teams in these terrible situations. Now, on the flip side, I mean, I thought you guys were going to piss it down your leg again watching him just run down the field. If there's one thing he does amazing, he does have a rocket arm. He can throw it far. But he knows when to exactly run that ball when, when he knows the coverage is going to be too far out and he can get a free 12 yards without getting hit. And then even then, he's fucking lowering his shoulder <clears throat> running into. But, but again, how many times where he's trying to hurdle or he's trying to do something and it's like, you're a franchise quarterback. Like, yes, you need to make a play, but not that play, you know? Well, so after that first interception he threw, he goes – he uh, he's running off the field and then runs back on and goes and tackles Pat, Patrick Peterson – or, uh, Pat, yeah, Patrick Peterson, and hurts his arm again. Like, he, he hits him with his, uh, with his uh, throwing arm, the one that – is damaged so it's like dude you need to know your limits you need to you need to protect yourself for your team because you're only hurting your team basically yeah more than anything like like he he's tough enough where he's gonna he doesn't care about putting his body on the line but that's where you gotta think of this next few years where like and this this is one game not in your conference so yes your your record goes down one but i mean my god it's you, you got to be smart with it. Any, I've been saying the same things, and you guys have heard me say it several times. It's when Mahomes run, runs that same way, and he's jumping forward or lowering his shoulder. It's like just slide. You know, you're not. He makes plenty of plays. I'm not going to get mad because my franchise quarterback slid and was being safe with it, rather than risking an injury trying to lower his shoulder and, and gain that extra two yards. I, I'm confident we'll find a way to do it, and if not. It is what it is at that point, but just be smart with it, man. No one wants to see him get injured. No, no, I mean, he's good for the NFL. He's he's a likable guy. He, but I, I enjoy watching him. Uh, I have a ton of respect for him. But yeah, he he doesn't help. He he's the reason their team is as good as they are. But on this flip side, he's part of the reason they've lost three games now. 
He was definitely part of the reason he lost. Yet they lost yesterday. Well, um, yeah, but those in the margin yeah. games, you can't have big mistakes like that, and that was enough to make him lose. And, yeah, and that was, you guys right back in the game too. And that was something else that pissed me off. Is he's a phenomenal runner, but I saw at least four holdings that were that were very obvious yesterday that were just, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can hold them as long as possible and let Allen get away. That's perfectly fine. Just pisses me off two weeks in a row. We're from the Zebras, too. Mm-hmm. Anything else to add about the game, Ryan? Yes. What other team has – so the Vikings have won seven straight, um, and they've been one score games. What other team has done that? And there's only one other team in history that's done that. Dolphins last year. Nope. Okay, they went seven. That's all I knew. <laughs> I, I know this. I heard this stat today on the radio. Fuck. Patriots. No. Any other guesses? No guesses? All right. I'm very I'm very ashamed of you guys. The Chiefs in 2020 when they won the Super Bowl. Hmm. There we go. Find a way to win. Yeah, we got Dallas up next. Um, hopefully, we can make it eight in a row. Uh, we're home dogs. We're they're favored by two points against us. I I don't understand that. They just lost to the Packers and whatever. Just keep doubting the Vikings. The Vikings will make you pay for it. I they're guess. America's team. They're and America's they just team. lost to the number one power ranking Packers. I can't wait to see power rankings tomorrow and see how far the Packers jump up. They'll be like number three. Are probably. we just going to be looking at the in the zone power rankings because those other ones are trash? Yes. Yeah. We are yeah. the most unbiased ones. Just, just remember, in the in the one power rankings don't matter because it's nothing with rankings. I know you guys have the success. You're finally seeing success for the first time, but um, don't rely on those. Also, just remember the Packers. There's certain teams that are basically the SEC of power rankings. The Packers. The Cowboys, Patriots, and whenever they win, they jump up super high. They jump up eight spots, but when they lose, it's one at a time. It's slowly mm-hmm. but surely. So yeah, and it's not and even. Don't that forget the Niners. Fourteen. Oh, and the yeah, Niners. yeah no. that, that's another one. Niners, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we'll go over all these teams since we're kind of hitting all the all the games this yep. weekend. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just frustrating. So let's yeah. let's jump ahead here to the Chiefs and the Jags. Yes, sir. So I, I caught the first half of this game, and I, again, the the only thing I, I have a I, I'm not going to say the provider, but I might have a jailbroke like TV box that I can just get any channel. Right? Um, I was watching the the Chiefs game, and whenever it lags, it kind of repeats like the la- like the previous twenty seconds over and over again. It lagged right on that juju hit, and I've never been more like disappointing uh, disappointed as a fan watching that. Cause like it kind of worked as like a decent replay, but like my god, he just got he got blown up on that play, and I don't have we heard anything more on how long he's supposedly out. I haven't heard any more news. The only thing I know is it sounds like Nicole and him are going to be out for the Chargers game uh, this upcoming week. But th- I mean that was a scary scene. O- other than that, um, Chiefs barely cover the spread, but they still covered it twenty seven uh, seventeen spread with nine and a half. Um, I mean, I, I again, uh, they're not nothing really too special about it. Seems like they're kind of coming in their own. Uh, Tony got his first touchdown. That looked pretty cool. Hell yeah, dude! Kadarius Tony out there playing hopscotch down the uh, sideline. 
putting it in the end zone. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling got his first touchdown as well. Um, he's lucky. So I sent out a message about Jags head hunting. It was right after Juju took that nasty hit. They threw a flag. They picked up the flag before the medical team was even on the field to check on Juju. And then, uh, like a few plays later, Marquez went up for a ball. He's up in the air, has his arms up. If he didn't have his arm up and halfway sideways, he would have taken a direct shot into the head himself because uh, I think it was Cisco safety just launched himself. Just like just going full spear, crown of the helmet, right at the head and shoulders. So it looked nasty, but yeah, how did he got the out of there? Pick- pick that flag up on that juju hit i i don't get it they like, picked was, up multiple flags yesterday that would have gone the chief's way that so, was helmet to helmet like it wasn't even it was, close i mean why did why didn't we throw him out of the game like they threw somebody else out yesterday yeah just wondering I mean, and since I, since when did the nfl have that rule too that seemed like that was a college thing and all of a sudden I, it was I, yeah i don't think it is they've had it it's just not it's just not as common. Like it seems like they throw a player out every other game in college, but they just never do it in the NFL. The hit we're talking about was on Herbert. He was rushing. He was beyond the line of scrimmage as a ball carrier. Guy came in from the side, helmet and shoulder down, Mm -hmm. catches Herbert from the side in the helmet, like across the face mask. It pretty much turned Herbert's face, his whole helmet sideways on his head, just like snapped his head around. So they threw a flag threw the guy out of the game for the hit, but it's like there were multiple, multiple, multiple hits yesterday on other position players, other skill players, just like that one. And nobody left the game for it. No flags were thrown for it. So, I mean, he's a ball carrier at that point. He should be able to protect himself. So I don't know. That was, that was another one during the Vikings game was Hawkinson got hammered head to head, um, helmet to helmet. And instead of them throwing a flag and a penalty on it, they go to Hawkinson and go, oh, you look like you maybe have a concussion. Go to the sideline and get <laughs> checked, checked out. Well, okay, you saw what happened. Why <laughs> you just let it happen? It's, oh, it's so damn frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. Like the whole Juju situation, he, he caught the ball, turned. He didn't even make a football move and got like just lit up. So he's technically still a defenseless receiver. There's rules for that. Uh, Marquez going up for the ball, defenseless receiver. There's a rule for that. Herbert was carrying the ball. He's not protected. I don't know. I mean, they, they act like we don't review everything anyways. If they threw the flag down, they need to at least have a discussion about it. You can't pick that thing up with every other time that they may, they stall games because they don't get it right. I mean, they just need, they need to get it right. Especially if they're going to be looking at every little, like you said, if they're going to call it this way, then how the hell do you pick it up on a more egregious hit? You know, so for sure. And that's uh, not even, that's NFL and college football. It, yeah. it, it's pretty bad right now. But on that side, Mahomes lighting it up. Pretty average day for him. You know, like 300 plus yards, four touchdowns. Just absolutely magnificent on the field every time he goes out. So I, I, I heard on PMT today, they looked up his stats in his career. Uh, one in every six games, he has a 300-yard, four-touchdown performance. Just is that good? Is that is that yeah. good, Brent? I hear that's good. The high, getting a high score, I hear that's really, really good. So, no, I mean, yeah. it, 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 again, it, like, unfortunately, it's just like 
if, if any other quarterback's doing that, if Justin Fields does that, if, if Jared Goff's doing that, they're having a heyday on SportsCenter. Dude, this like, is just Mahomes every day. Ball. He's just out there doing his usual stuff. He's yeah. going to have to start throwing for 500 yards if we're going to you know, make him MVP or something. Could, could, could you imagine, again, let's just flip the script on the Vikings game. If Josh Allen goes for 300 yards and four touchdowns and no turnover, uh, and, uh, and actually, and, and think, the Chiefs won by 10 with losing the turnover battle 3-0 to zero too. And losing the onside kick in the very beginning. So, I mean, yeah. we had a lot of mistakes, too, and we still covered pretty well. But imagine if Josh Allen had that same Mahomes performance. Uh, ESPN would be rated triple X this morning. <laughs> <laughs> they would be. They'd all be Mike Piera. And that's where... Background. From from an outsider's perspective, you know, for me, it's it's like one A and one Hurts and Mahomes for MVP right now. Um, but the thing about Mahomes is he loses his top receiver, and one of his top uh, wide receivers this year is someone that the back to back MVP couldn't make into a good player. So it's just like it's you know, if the back to back MVP God. Aaron Rodgers can't use MVS, but Mahomes can. Mahomes is pretty damn good. Sure. But, yeah, like I said, pretty standard day. We we did what we were supposed to versus the Jags. So um, who do we have next? Does it – you know know off the top – oh, it's tomorrow. It's the Chargers in L.A. primetime Sunday. Yeah. So look for Mahomes. Go for about 400 because he is a primetime player. I need to know what Chargers players are heard because I know Herbert's back, but I mean a lot of their receivers. I think Mike Williams is back. If if they got a decent amount of their talent back, uh, it'll be it'll be tough. But I've got a fun fact for you, Bryant. I'm ready to have some fun. Let's hear who, it. Who who in the league has one more catch than our boy Travis Kelsey has? Uh, Tyreek Hill. Austin Eckler. Yeah, dude, that that guy is a fucking <laughs> stud. It He's got 64 catches. Dude, is is Justin Herbert a checkdown merchant? He might be. I think he is right now. He has to be. He, is he doesn't have a receiver. Not two receivers. He doesn't, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have any weapons out on the field healthy. So right. he's doing what he can. I mean, props to Herbert. Right. I mean, throw it to Eckler and he'll get 12 yards on a sweep or try and throw it to your no-name receivers and get nothing. I'll, I'll take yeah. to Eckler. Yeah, there's very few running backs that I think that deserve that the big money contracts. I think Zeke has been proven that you don't pay running backs. I think Austin Eckler is one of those guys you got to pay. I, I don't know. I don't know if top money in the league, but I mean, he he needs to get a huge pay bump before mm. his rookie uh, deal's done because he's been carrying him. I like this conversation. Who are your others? Because I've got Henry, Saquon, Eckler, Chubb, Chubb this year chubb scares me though chubb I, uh, he if he's not splitting time with kareem hunt he has a lot of usage and he runs right into people and then kind of walker i worry about saquon there as well because he's had issues staying healthy so right yeah, yeah. i mean it, so again and, and again that that's the issue we're talking about all these great running backs saquon been injured part part time the last two three years i don't know how long he's been in the mm-hmm. league chubb same thing Kenneth Walker's a rookie, so we don't even know other than his one uh, Big Ten season, and then and then this mm-hmm. year, um, Derrick Henry's about the only one. But even he's had injury. He's, I was just gonna say he's had injuries. Which so. uh, he got paid. 
The man got mm-hmm. paid. Let's not worry about him. Man. He, he was worth the money. Dude, Commanders might be legit with Heineke, dude. I did, they are they are taking it to the Eagles right now. Love it. Oh, is it back on? I was watching the National Tag Championships on uh, <laughs> ESPN, too. <laughs> so, so, Trent, that earlier too. Trent had it playing. What the hell is Mike Pereira looking at? <laughs> His side piece, dude. Dude, it's yeah. early in the morning. He's in the office a little earlier than usual, just getting funky. Like I said, he was all bricked up in the morning there. It's either, either a donut hole or a butthole, one of the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Rusty balloon nut. So Speaking of rusty balloon nuts, and Panthers. We got yeah, these games kind of going in order, so let's uh, roll it back here to Thursday. <laughs> as much as Joey doesn't want to look back. Oh, I don't have much to say about this. It was a sloppy, sloppy, rainy game. Uh, Charger, or Chargers, Jesus. Panthers got up big, and then the Falcons made a little bit of a comeback, but not quite enough to get the win. So they are now a whole game behind the Bucks for first place. Uh, division still up for the grabs. I mean, they play the Bucks still at the end of the year, and they've got uh, I believe they have the Saints and they've played the Panthers twice now. But yeah, so the Saints and Bucks. So division still up for grabs. I, you guys know my feelings from the beginning of the year. I was hoping that we wouldn't even be in this position. I was hoping we'd be, you know, I, I think the record is right about where I thought it would be, but I did not think we'd be playing for a division title. I thought the Bucks would be way better than they are. But is, yeah. uh, my question here is Donta Foreman for real? And he looked it against the Falcons. And that Falcons interior line is pretty damn good. Grady Jarrett's a really, really good interior lineman. So. I would say yes, as of right now. I mean, now, he, he looks good. Now look look at the look at the Panthers. They mm-hmm. they have they brought in a couple quarterbacks and now they're on their third string, PJ Walker that, that's getting it done. They have Christian McCaffrey that's been injury prone. They trade him away. They get all these picks and people are going, What idiots getting rid of the talent? And now the backup running Robbie back Anderson too. Yeah, and Robbie. Yep. So, I mean, they, they're getting rid of all the – I mean, it, it's amazing to see this team that I've always thought has been incompetent, you know, in the drafts and, and kind of been seen right now. It's going to be interesting how their offseason looks because they're getting – they've got rid of their stars, they're getting assets, and now their backups are actually seeming seem to play well. I, I don't I don't know if Chubba Hubbard's been jumping in there. I know he was the third string, but I don't know. Let's, it's Let's not forget they also fired Matt Rule. They were the first ones to fire their coach. Yep. So – yeah, and mm-hmm. Bryant's uncle Steve has them churning right now. Steve Wilkes is over there, the head coach right now. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Um, <laughs> oh, you forgot about him. Well, don't forget him at Christmas. Make sure you take him some turkey or something. I, I, I thought you were going to say Steve Wilkos from the uh, from like the Maury shows in the middle of the day on Fox. <laughs> You're not the father and shit. That would be awesome. Um, the, the one big thing that we got we, we have to learn though in the Falcons Panthers game, just going forward in history. When there's hurricane level weather coming in, just bet the under. Just bet the make make the smart bet. Because here I was thinking the Falcons, Panthers, who's going to cover the spread? There, there's hurricane level rain right. and, and right. the ground is wet and shit. It yeah. was a Thursday game. That's the only fact you needed on the books. <laughs> but but I had the I knew the weather was going to be bad too. And here I was like an idiot thinking like I've been I've been riding the Falcons and I think they've lost four straight spreads now. So I'm pretty sure the Steelers uh, broke the curse, but I was going to say you need to bet on the Falcons losing next week because every team that has played the Panthers has lost the following week, regardless of win or loss. So, 
Yep. All right. I think the Steelers broke that, but I'll double check while we go on to another game because there's really right. nothing else to talk about. That game was just shitty to watch, but it was actually a high-scoring game for Thursday nights. So, yeah, there's that. The Thursday night games are getting better now, which is nice. Like something to actually, while we're doing our college pod, just actually watch. So, right. Munching is awesome. What's this, Trent? Munich. Oh, Munich. My bad. <laughs> I thought it was another Pereira joke. That's Tampa, my fear. Yeah. Tampa Bay was the home team in Munich, Germany. And all the, the Germans over there just singing. Take me home, country roads. Country roads. Oh, I thought I thought they were singing "Do to a place." I belong. I belong. <laughs> it was great, man. Uh, it was. I think that was the. Is that the first game in Germany? Yes, I think so. Yes, it was. And they got Tom Brady. Tom. Is, yeah, Tom Brady. First player to be able to play uh, at all five international places. And then <laughs> first one to win, I believe, on th- both different Three continents. of them. Yes. London, Mexico City, and, and, and Germany. That's right. And the United States. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Countries. I suppose so, he's gone over in that country. Thanks for, thanks for stealing my stuff there, Joey. I was going to jump in. You just fucking derailed me. <laughs> got a question so i know you all saw a picture of those beers that they were drinking at the game how much would one of those cost? Size? how much would one of those cost in an american nfl stadium whatever my is times two i'm saying 40 I, I i say easily 25 well a 16 ouncer cost you what 15 bucks is that what it is now? Yeah. I haven't been to an NFL like, game in I haven't a couple either, years. But... I think last time I was at U.S. Bank a few years back is like 13. Good Lord of beer. They were easily yeah. 32 ounces, if not more. Yeah, those beers were huge. I'd They're be probably broke. like a 40. That'd be like a $400 game for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you learn question. to drink before you go into the game, Joey. That's what you <laughs> well, I mean. Right. You haven't drank with me yet. I do that. And then I drink in the game. <laughs> well, it says, I'm, I'm... A, it says a price of beer at a Chiefs game is eight fifty, but that's for a draft. That's not the big cans that are much more convenient to drink from. The 16-ounce Bud Light that I bought when we went, me and Clark went to a Chiefs game like I don't know, six, seven years ago, uh, they were like 12 bucks at that time. Yeah. It says it's went down the last couple of years, but I mean, that that's where like, all, I don't know. Don't where the believe NFL... that rubbish them owners are telling you them prices have gone up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where they, they can get to keep getting away or like why they're like even questioning why people don't go to the game and they're watching it from home. It's like, dude, uh, first off, and I think it's still the same price. But go to any, get any ticket. Let's just say a hundred dollars, a very low price ticket. Where'd you get that to? You're lucky, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking nosebleeds, hundred dollars, right? Then you go to the park at the game, sixty dollars. Then you get any food there. Let's say you get a beer uh, once a half. That's seventeen dollars here. You, you know, I mean, it, it 
and you're going to have other food, and you're going to drink more than that, especially if you're Joey going to the <laughs> going to these games. But I mean, like, it, it's 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 too expensive. Plus, then if you're that sixty dollar parking, I can tell you isn't the most convenient to get out of either. When I left after the AFC Championship game, I, first of all, I sat in my seat for about forty five minutes, and I then I it took me another hour and a half to get to my seat or to my car, and then it took me another forty five minutes to get out. Of that. I mean, it was. It was stupid, and that was me thinking, like, if I just let everyone out before me, like, no. It was just a fucking traffic jam in there. That sucks. Three hours. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I mean, and that was after uh, Tom Brady drove the football into my fucking dome and uh, and watched as they beat us in overtime. That that was the that was the Houston offsides game. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here I am. Couldn't even find my nuts because I was so fucking freezing there. And then, yeah, after that game, drive three hours. So it's just one of those where, like I said, it's it just sucks because it's the experience. I mean, I've went to a few games at Arrowhead. I loved it. And just lately, it just it's too damn expensive. $60 to park your car. It's not like they're still paying for the property. They've they've only owned it for, what, 70 years? I mean, Jesus. I, I know you worked up, Brian, but let's not get – Get too excited because it wasn't Justin Houston that was offsides. No, it, what, what what was it? The I can't remember the name of the defensive end. D Ford. D yeah, Ford. D freaking Ford, man. D Ford. Yeah, it was one of the, it was one of them. I just knew Justin wasn't here, and and yeah, but uh, that's what I got to say about the Bucks game in, in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Bad memories. Let's yeah. move on. Yep, Lions and Bears. Wait, did we even say what the score was or anything, or did we just talk about the beers? Uh, Tampa Bay yeah, won. We we Perfect. we talked about nope. what mattered. I was saying, I don't want to. It was a punt fest. Joey would have sure. loved it. There were like a billion punts. Yep. Tom yep. Brady won. He's he's two and zero since divorcing Giselle. Yep. Tampa Seattle Bay covered didn't... the spread. Yeah. Exactly. So now twenty-one sixteen, and the Lions. Um. Justin Fields figured out how to play football. Well, uh, sort of. He, take, he uh, is a cheat code. Yeah. He, he gets a lot of fantasy points because he runs the ball a lot, scores a lot of touchdowns yep. on the ground, throws yep. some. He's not a great passer still. Uh, you kind of see that at the end of the game when he throws a pick six for the Lions to tie it. But, but he's still very good, yes. If you're a betting man, I would say kind of like us, just take the over in these Bears games now. Oh, I was going to see what the line for this next week is. Over under 60. So, unfortunately, the Bears were a negative or a three-point favorite over the Lions. Uh, they were up, at, I think, by 20. Was it 30 to 10? And then they gave up yeah. 21 straight to lose. So, mm-hmm. ugh. So, it's... It's Chicago and and Atlanta. The over is 48 and a half. Hammer that. It's pretty high. That's yeah, pretty I don't do I trust Joey, do I trust Atlanta to score enough points for the over to hit? They're gonna have to score mm. more than 15. You could have said the same thing about the Lions, though, this you, week. Right. Oh, I trust the, oh yeah, I bad. trust the Lions to, to score points. They for a while have the number one offense. That Bears defense is pretty bad, so I don't know. Yeah. I'll let it's you decide. Even though they they finally traded their, I'm saying they traded their defense away, and it feels like 
they've opened up the playbook. Maybe they've gotten healthy. Maybe they've gotten, you know, their line blocking better. But it's just kind of funny that now all of a sudden they traded away their de- a couple main defensive pieces, and they- and now they started to open the playbook because it's like we can't rely on them stopping anything. I think it's more so they're just like, fuck it. We got nothing to lose here. Let's just try some shit, and shit's working now. I mean, it- that would be what I would – think that they were thinking anyway so yeah no i i would i guess i would have to agree maybe i would say how's david montgomery been going that that's about the only measure that i have in this uh bears game if i care or not is how did david montgomery do i just want to go on record saying that when justin fields wins an mvp i said he was not a bad ohio state quarterback in the nfl Joey wants that on the record market, please, somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Joey, I'll I'll send a reminder right before the NFL season next year, and I'll and I'll uh, I'll ask you how much you want to put your own money down on that bet. Okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> David Montgomery had nine carries for thirty-seven yards. Uh, both rushing touchdowns were by Fields. So, well, Fields is a better so running back I- than Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Well, True. yeah. What, what I'm what I'm hearing is is he's a ball hog. So yeah, when you just get yep. to touch the ball every play, and you don't <laughs> give it to anyone. Of course, it's good. You're going to get a bunch of fucking yards and points. Yeah. It's like saying about, a pitcher is a ball hog. That's <laughs> <laughs> the ball. I've never, I haven't heard of too many second basemen that have gotten strikeouts. It's because they can't because they don't get the ball. <laughs> Equal opportunity, Brian. Equal opportunity. Exactly. Throw me out. Moving on. <laughs> big matchup this week. This was the Big Ten matchup of the week. Okay, can we change the wording there, please? Titans edge the Broncos? <laughs> Jesus. What is it, a countdown oh, or something? Oh, so yeah. close, bro. So close. My <laughs> lord. Comso Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> it was Ugh. seventeen to ten. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> easiest, easiest under I've ever bet in my life. Broncos country. Let's yeah. come. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, feeling dangerous? That's yeah. right. Can't think of any edging puns here. He's, just he's so puns. inaccurate, he couldn't even hit the eyeball. No. <laughs> I said my face or my whole back or something. My Lord. Told you not to fuck up the sheets. You know what? The, the more I hear about Russell Wilson, though, like how, like, not, not psychotic, but like kind of how self-centered he is, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he was just very, like, have you guys seen the movie American Psycho yeah. with, with, with Christian Bale? I wouldn't be surprised if he was doing the classic Christian Bale when he's uh, – when he has those two um, women of the night, and he's looking in the mirror, and he and he's just flexing and looking at himself, I imagine that's gonna be just Russ Wilson with Sierra. He just look, he has this beautiful woman in front of him, and he's just looking at himself. You're dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> like, he's he's holding a sub in front of himself, just. Yeah, yeah, Mister <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> do, 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 do it, do oh, it, Icy. <laughs> oh, I have do him it. more of the uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis, where he's staring himself in the mirror and you want this dick? 
You want this dick? And he's like, she wants this, Russ. Mm, let's ride, baby. Ride me, baby. Is that Wonderlust? I think so. It's with Jen yeah. Aniston, right? Yeah. You want, uh, Paul Rudd, but yeah, you won't. Yeah, Paul yeah. Rudd, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I fucked that whole thing up. I'm going to make it. The funny thing is, in the world. The funny thing is, is uh, if, if we had any, uh, if we didn't have any Broncos fans, we might now, because I'm guessing the Broncos fans probably feel the same exact way. Well, uh-huh. Lamar Murray, yeah, I mean, they just, I mean, he had 286 touchdown interception. I mean, the crazy thing is, like, Derrick Henry just didn't even have any, like, Derrick Henry had 53 yards rushing. Tannehill had a day, 255 for two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, did all right. Game manager, I, I just baby. didn't watch the game. Yep. The defensive battle. On yeah. the opposite end of that, Miami. Yeah. Woo! Dude, they're rolling. So, Tua, fun to be a fin- Tyreek, Waddle. I mean, come on. They're rolling. Uh, isn't this Joey's number one team in the nation right here? <laughs> it, it is. It is. So... They're playing the Browns, who some would think is a more defensive team. Uh, not real potent on offense. They did come out and score early. Jacoby Brissett was rolling. Looked like he uh, used all up. Used all up right away. Just pedaled to the floor. Ran out of gas right away. But uh, yeah, could not keep pace with the high octane Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And now with uh, Minnesota beating the Bills yesterday and the Dolphins winning. Dolphins and the Bills uh, tied for first in their division. Dolphins going into their bye week. They're set up pretty good right now. Looking at tiebreakers here, the Bills are number three. True. (laughs) True. (laughs) I was going to bring that up, Joey, that little dance. Waddle's got to have – I think he – Trent, if you can look that up since you're hosting the Waddle Penguin shirt, that one's actually pretty fucking legit. Um, Waddle penguin shirt. Yeah, but I mean, cre- credit where credit's due. Tua, um, not only he he had a pretty effective game, two eighty five, uh, passing for three touchdowns, no interceptions. Only had seven incompletions, and he spread that ball out pretty well. I'm uh, I mean, I'm just gonna go through the receptions real quick. Waddle four receptions. Sherfield uh, hmm. four receptions. Ingold four receptions. Tyreek five receptions. Galeski or Jaseki. Gesicki, two receptions. Wilson, the running back, two receptions. Monster, four receptions. Wilson Jr., one reception. So, I mean, I mean, it, everyone praises Mahomes when he does it. I think we need to do it a little bit when, when Tua does it as well, especially considering we didn't know if he was going to be able to walk uh, fucking two months ago at this point. That, Tua does not have the deep touch that Mahomes or Allen does, probably even that Rodgers does anymore, but – Man, his accuracy over the middle of the field and short game is second to none. It is spot on for shit. So I think they've got a good team around him. The addition of Wilson was amazing. Getting rid of uh, uh, Chambers or whatever his name was back to the Niners. He, he was so bad at just getting yards, expected yards that he should be getting. And Wilson's just so much better. So I am going to stick by what I said last week. I still think Miami is a team to beat, man. They are on fucking fire. So, speaking of MVP odds earlier, Tyreek Hill is number 10, and I believe Waddle was maybe number four or five. For MVP? Yes. 
for MVP. Not Waddle, sorry. Tua. Tua. Okay. It's wow. a quarterback award. It was the quarterback. My bad. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Um, Don't have I, a heart attack on me. Sorry. I've mentioned this one time before, but if you're ever looking for a decent prop in a game, um, Tyreek – uh, Hill's receptions in a game is actually pretty good. He's only had two games this year where he's had less than six receptions. Otherwise, it's 8, 11, 2, 10, 7, 12, 7, 12, 7, 5. So, I mean, if you're ever looking for like a player prop that you're pretty confident, just, I mean, Tyreek's the, the security blanket for him. You know, I know they got a bunch of receivers, but that that's a pretty decent one to look out for because typically they don't, Vegas won't go much higher than five and a half, six and a half receptions because, uh, I mean, because otherwise you just bet under every single freaking time. That is beautiful. Oh, l- let me let me get a, a little different view here. Honestly, that's not even <laughs> the one I was thinking. But is, I it, is this is this isn't the one? Because uh, I like this one. Yeah, I like that one too. I, like I said, I, I I love that he's just leaning into a waddle with a fucking dolphin in there. TC lose that? Oh my lord! Yeah, that's a that's a sweet shirt. Hell mm-hmm. yeah! If I if I if I wasn't in the AFC and I had to hate the Dolphins, I might I might think of buying that. <laughs> Come on, Brian! It's fun to be a Finns fan. Hell fun, P H U N. Hey, I see uh, Watson's back to practicing this week now. Deshaun, he was Ooh. he was eligible he to back this practice. week, right? Yeah, he's eligible. Yeah, to week eleven's coming yeah. up. Well, with our with our mm-hmm. latest one that said a team edged the other one, pretty soon we're going to say the Browns are beating off another team. <laughs> but until then, yeah, get out of here. No, but <laughs> Giants run over. <laughs> I see. So Joe, all right, just to sum it up, Dolphins win thirty nine seventeen and are are now first place in the AFC East. Oh, East! I was like, AFC. they look like. They uh, look like they could be real dangerous in the AFC. And they I would have the tiebreaker over the Bills at this point. Be super curious to see a KC Miami matchup, that's for sure. AFC championship game. Golly. That one that one loss by the Bills, and it's super early. We got a lot of time here. I'm just looking at the playoff picture. That one loss dropped the Bills from first place with the tiebreaker to sixth place because there's so many mm. six and three teams. They yep. missed playoffs. So, yeah, I mean they are. Uh, let's see the bill. The tight the Titans would host the Bills. We uh, they're lost to the Jets, man. Jets yeah. are over top of them. Well, oh shit, yep. yeah. I guess I just realized. And they, that. and they still have another game against both the Bills and the Dolphins too. Mm-hmm. Actually, the whole AFC East is in the playoffs right now. Yes, they are. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Did, well, did that... you say we did? Did I hear that correctly? Were our <laughs> preseason predictions not correct? We. I thought you said we East. would never get preseason predictions wrong. <sighs> Texas A&M, Notre Dame. I am so looking forward to how wrong at the end of the year all of our our college football one. I mean, season's almost over, anyways. Sad, but I can't wait to look at those, and I can't wait at the end of this season. Look how bad our fucking like our MVP picks and and shit like that. Actually, our MVP should be pretty good. I mean, it's all the top t- players right now. I think. Do we have a list of that right now? Uh, wasn't it's in the in the Google Doc? Didn't we put it in there? Um, I, I guess I'll I'll look for it in a second. What up, Don? 
Moving on. Giants. Yep. <laughs> the Giants yeah, are seven Giants and two. Just like we all thought, right? Oh yeah. Just like we all thought. Put your money we on those New York Giants. teams, baby. We all knew the Giants were going to be good. I mean, now they beat the Texans. Let's be real. Hey, a win's a win. Hi, you're yes, yeah. It's the uh, NFL. It was a busy day for old Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. What do you have? 150? Took, 150 yards? Yeah. Uh, was it like 152? Yep. 152, 35 carries. Good God. Yeah, man. Saquon could though. definitely be in the running for a comeback player of the year, that's for sure. Easy. Oh, yeah. Easy. Is there anybody else you have on that list right now? Saquon. Honestly, Zadarius Smith for the Vikings. He's been freaking – he leads well, – He. Leads the league in uh, pressures. I think he's second in sacks. I mean, he's coming off an injury, surgery. But the the Giants don't have an easy schedule coming up. They've got the Lions, which the Lions can score a lot of points. Then they've got the Cowboys and the Commanders and the Eagles, then the Commanders, then the Vikings day before on Christmas Eve. So, yeah, they don't have an easy schedule. Uh, the Giants, you know, people are saying they're kind of like the Vikings. They're winning all these games by just a couple points, you know, under a possession, whatever. It's the NFL. Win's a win. But, yeah, like you said, their schedule is they're, not going to get easy. The, the Giants have been just grinding out their wins all season. Like, that's their style of yeah. football. And whenever yeah. it's a one-possession game, I'm betting on the Giants right now. And maybe Brian Dable's doing the same thing as KOC and just not showing all of his cards, just doing enough to win the game and playing conservative. Yep. Sure. Um, when we're done with this game, I have the list in front of us for not a, we'll, we'll do a Super Bowl predictions that we had as well as the MVP so far. When do you want to do this? Uh, just whenever we're done with this game, if there's anything more going into a. We've got a few more games from. left. Let's get through Yeah, the we'll do it after the games. Yep. Yep. Okay. We got the Steelers and the Saints. Uh, Steelers win just like we all predicted, right? Brian was the only back. one who called that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the Saints covering that. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, had, I, I had the under. I had the under, so I, I was still good. I I at least ended up going five hundred this weekend, but man. And like it seems like in the NFL, you either have a good morning or you have a good like you either I'm sorry, you either have a good like noon slate or you have a good three p.m. slate. Because my God, I like you just go through waves of like four in a row of losing and then four in a, four in a row winning. At least it feels like for me. So, Wait, the so what was the under have... on this? Uh, Forty. I got that right, and someone put it. I got it wrong. Dicks. You're welcome. I did that. Let me click. We were just surprised you didn't take a money line, so we just thought you lost. <laughs> There's money line Trent making fun of me. Okay, money line Mahoski. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not on a podcast and everyone makes fun of me, that's okay. It happens. You, you know what the. You know what the sad thing is? I wish I could do money line so well. I do so much better with just giving myself points and spreads. I've been doing a uh, just a pick em at my work for about six years now, and I think I might have won one week. Uh, and we have a pool of about, I think it's like 30, 40 people. But it's like, could I eventually like just stumble into a win? You, you know? <laughs> so, 
So as much as I we study uh, for money line, if, if you can pick a good good job. I see right, the uh, NFL expert nine has taken a two-game lead on our pick em. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to hear about the hell out of here. Yeah, the Steelers, they they double up the Saints uh, 20 to 10 here. Um, now, now let's let's roll on to this next game. The Colts and the Raiders, Jeff Saturday. First game as an interim head coach, just win, baby. Like, I don't know. Do you think he's yeah. going to be just a player's coach? I'm, I'm going to be gonna like him. Jonathan Taylor for running backs from now on because he loves to run the ball from that famous altercation with Peyton Manning. So, yep. We got to run the ball. <laughs> yeah. And Jonathan Taylor had a huge game on Saturday. He um, did. Yeah, I thought I, I thought the line was dead, like there was no hope. I mean, and then this happens. I don't know. I, I mean, I think the the simple thing that Jeff Saturday did was that he took out the the very unqualified second year guy. He put back in the guy that you're paying a bunch of money for, uh, Matt Ryan. Then he started running the ball with your be- when with your best weapon, the running back. I mean, I, I don't know. And, and another thing as well, and you and we've seen so many times, is sometimes it's just like the attitude change once you get rid of the toxic – I'm not saying Frank Reich is a, is a toxic part, but like once you get rid of that kind of like cloud over you, all of a sudden you're, you're playing with a little more energy. You want to come into it, work. So It just kind of seemed like they lost their way. They were chasing their tail, trying to figure out what they were doing wrong, and just yeah. kept changing stuff, changing stuff they didn't need to change. And it just couldn't get it figured out. And Jeff Saturday comes in, keeps it simple, and they get a win. Only thing I know is Jeff Saturday fucked my uh, first half uh, coverage. That, oh, it, it was they were zero nine all year. It was the easiest ride of the fucking time. And then, but but the, you know what? To Jeff Saturday's credit, that was me. I trusted the Raiders. What if I said that was me? <laughs> if there's one thing you need to know about betting, the Raiders will Raider and they will fuck you. So don't. Trust the Raiders, but I but it was trust the Raiders, trust the Colts with a, a first game coach. I mean, fuck me, I guess. See, I, I like that. I like uh, Jeff Saturday. I think he's going to be a player's coach. He's going to let them have fun. I think he is liked by the players. I mean, maybe they rally around him. Like you said, you let their big money quarterback play. They gave the ball to their best player. Shocking what happens when you do that kind of stuff. Yep. Amazing. And is I mean, he the coach next year? Say he even wins out. Is he the coach if, next year? If he wins if out, he he'll win, be back as coach easy. I, I yeah, don't yes. doubt it. Yeah. yeah, he'll he'll probably be underpaid, but I mean he'll he'll come back as a coach and they'll just surround him with like they do now. Like we said, they have two ex head coaches on staff right now. So they have the talent, if you will. They have the people that can manage this. I mean, maybe he's just one of those guys that have you ever worked with someone? that you feel like does no work, but they know how to delegate and make shit happen. Yeah, exactly. Joey, Joey knows what I'm so, talking about. It's me. <laughs> if he can just get people to delegate and do it right, then that is what it is. So My then whole was, job. was Joe Thomas uh, a stooge for calling out Ursay for making Saturday the coach? No. I, I, I trust Joe Thomas. That, that guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. Because, it, it, again, it, it's because he beat the Raiders. Let's not act like he went out and beat the eighty-five Bears. He beat the Raiders, who Raider. The Raiders are two and seven right now. So I mean, 
Let, let's let's get it a couple more weeks. But I, I I agree with Joe Thomas, but also good for Jeff Saturday. A wise man once told me, "You play who you play." So mm-hmm. there's that. every team in the AFC West yep. West uh, co- uh, coaches they have that quote written on their hands for every press conference. I, I can only play who I play. <laughs> You can only play who's on the schedule. That's mm-hmm. all, right. all you can do. The afternoon uh, thriller. Dallas and the Packers. I mean, Dallas. Why didn't they lose this one? America's game. These are the two best teams in America that's loved by everyone. One and two on the power rankings this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it the battle of the douchebags? Is that what we're saying? Number. Hey, n- number. You talk about Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> number one and two in the power rankings, and number one and two in America's hearts, Dallas Packers. Uh-huh. Everybody, America's team. You know, everybody fuck, loves it. Fuck the Packers. I'm still mad about Super Bowl one. Okay, they <laughs> they ruined the Chiefs' initial season. No. So yeah, this is uh, how interested I was in this game. I got home from helping my brother build his garage thing and uh, turned this game on, turned the YouTube TV guide on, and didn't turn my speaker on and just left the guide on while I was scrolling on my phone. That's how much I cared about <laughs> it. <laughs> and then TikToked for two hours. Yeah. Kind of a stinker. Yep. Alan Lazard set the Packers up for the game-winning field goal. That's all I got out of the game. And the one receiver had like three touchdowns. Yeah. Was Dak it Christian Watson, the rookie who had three? Yep. Yes. Yeah, Dak did not look impressive at all. Because that's what Dak is. Like, I've always kind of felt like that. Like, everybody talks him up so much, and then you, you – I don't know. I don't get it. Like, you, they talk him up, and then you, this is what you get. It's because I mean, it's because well, he's America's team's quarterback. That's why. I mean, well, it's, I mean, it's the same way with Tony Romo too. Tony Romo was a very decent quarterback, but he was never someone that was going to take you to the big game. But Ryan, so is, they forty nine on the Bears. Yeah. It's true. But it we, is true. We also we we're coming out of gold uh, out of a golden age of quarterbacks with Manning, Breeze, Brady, like Roethlisberger, like. People that were great, you know, game in and game out. And really the only true great quarterback we have in the league that is every single game consistent is Mahomes. Like, I mean, and we said the same thing with, like, uh, J- Josh Allen. I almost said Jared Allen. Josh Allen earlier where he has up and down games. I think that's just the norm in the league, and we just expect everyone to be perfect like Mahomes all the time. I mean, look how much we shit on Mahomes last year for having, like, He's game. not perfect. I did watch that uh, conference championship last year when it, I don't know what Mahomes was doing. So he's yeah. not perfect. Okay. Well, yeah, well, why is every time I watch Jack, I have the exact same thing. I say the same thing every time I watch him is he's just not, he, he doesn't impress me that much. But they had the most prolific offense in the league last year. I mean, I think it's just sneaky, like he has very good, good games and very bad, bad games. And I think, you know, for the most part, we just pay attention to the really bad games. Hold on. Which quarterback are we talking about now? The very good. Dak. 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 Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm just saying, I think it's a norm for the, for the NFL right now is quarterbacks have really good games and really bad games, unless you're Mahomes. And to be honest with you, I can't think of another quarterback. Well, uh, when he's healthy, (laughs) when he doesn't get concussed. 
I mean, Rodgers has been on the downhill the last couple of years, but he's still somewhat consistent. Josh Allen, when he's when he, you know he's one hundred percent, he's pretty tough, but he's not even the, the great. You know, he doesn't have the consistent every game. I'm just trying to like. I almost feel like because there's not even really running backs that you could rely on, like like uh, Emmett Smith. You're going to get your hundred or whatever every game. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like we're in the age of you're going to have your receivers that get the, the yards every game, even if your QB has the shitty game you're gonna have your wide receiver that has 75 percent of the yards and gets his catches because he's the one that's getting open in the schemes that they have nowadays when we were talking about the Finns game i was looking up tyreek stuff because i was like man is this his first game not having 100 yards no he had a 33 yard game earlier this year with tua playing like it's i I just think the way that the offenses are set up now it's very hit or miss and you have to be lights out almost every week to be considered great to be honest with you but that's just one fat guy from Iowa's opinion. Um, there's, I think, last right, or last week I saw that just scoring as a whole is down this year compared to past. Mm-hmm. I think the defenses have really stepped up, or maybe something's happened where the refing helps with the with the defenses. But yeah, scoring as a whole is down this year. So that's that's kind of where my question comes in: is Dallas is supposed to have one of the best defenses in the NFL? And they let the Packers, a struggling offense, find their footing and right. go on to score, what, 31 on you? What's up with that? Yeah, that was, was the it? most puzzling part of the game for me. Going, They're in the fourth quarter and have a 14-point lead. That's just, yeah. That, uh, that definitely changed my top five of teams. I don't know about you, Clark. Same, yeah. So I, I heard I, I went into a patient's room today to do an injection and they had ESPN on and they were saying the Cowboys were in their franchise history like 179 and 0 when leading after the third quarter until yep. yesterday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So and to it blow it against year... Go ahead, go ahead. I was saying, and to blow it against that Packers team, which everyone has written off, basically. That's crazy. Yeah. Is it a little Lambo magic, maybe? So last year, the average half or through the halfway point of the season was 47 points in a game. This year, it's down to 43.3, I believe. Hmm. Hear that, folks? Bet the unders every week. <laughs> every under, yep. The game we all wish we would have watched. Yeah, Colt McCoy is the uh, best quarterback in Arizona. Uh, I'm not going to bi- Bilateral thumb injuries, I believe, is what kept him out of this game. He yeah. somehow pulled a hammy while playing Call of Duty. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I mean, unless you've gr- grinded for gold camels like I have, you'd understand how a hammy gets pulled when you're kicking your <laughs> table in front of you because you're trying to get three kills in a row. And some asshole camping a corner. Shield. You're trying to get those three kills with the shield. You, what are you, a man? Yeah, how do you get the shield gold? I what do you have to get kills with the shield or what? Two two kills in life ten times. <laughs> so, I hate people like you. Yeah, well, I, I, just had, I just had to get the gold, but but guess what? I do try other weapons. I, I love that the the. The Cardinals games just turn into modern warfare updates. But I'll tell you, I do, I do try and grind a lot of guns. But when I do get pissed, when I get in like a four or five death losing streak, I just switch that ride shield class and I become the biggest D-bag out there. It is a, 
it's fun and it's relieving. Just standing there with your gold shield. Some guy starts shooting at you. They walk up because they're about to throw a Semtex, and you hit them with a throwing knife, and then you pick up your knife and you go on. So, so I wonder if that thing is true where it says Kyler has spent an average of five hours a day playing Call of Duty since its release. Who knows? God, I, I'll be honest. I, I, I mean, I can see it. I probably are, am getting pretty close when I get home from work and between, you know, cook, 30 minutes to cook and eat and then I'm right back on it, you know. Brian, are you not watching film on how to direct trucks for TMC? Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> safety messages and, and how to secure loads. I do that occasionally, but, but yeah, I mean, again, I, if I was getting paid the salary that Kyler would, I would be burning my Xbox and videotaping it for my boss to show how committed I am at if you're paying me $12 million a year, you know? So. Well, it's the, it's the worst thing in the world that he had to spend four hours a week watching film. Yeah. But five hours a day of cost. Oh, it's no problem at all, guys. I got this covered. <laughs> but let's be real honest. That that looked in, like in, in the grand scheme of things, it makes both of them look stupid. It looks like it unfair to Kyler because, like, sure, he plays video games and he streams, but, you know, he's also a grown-ass man. But also, like, for the team, it's like, so you just signed a quarterback that you don't trust is going to grind film? Like, I mean, how often do we see, like, I thought he was a fucking lunatic, but uh, Peyton Manning, he's sitting with a fucking helmet on his head in a jacuzzi rehabbing, and he's watching film on an iPad. I mean, and you know that isn't the only film he watched that day. He went home in his home theater, and then his wife gave him his HGH, and then he was watching film as well, though. I mean, it's... He was watching the film all the time. The minute the Vikings for Hawkinson, Cousins called the film department up and said, get me a highlight reel of all of Hawkinson's big plays, including in college, so I can study what he does. I can guarantee you Kyler hasn't done that. There's no college tape in there, just so you know. Oh, look, he blocked again. Kirk was on his home line, or his landline, calling the IT department while grilling his burgers on foil. Yeah. Okay, but here's, you know, the funny thing with Arizona is they're four and six, and a quarter of their wins is with Colt McCoy starting. It's not a... That, that I mean, that's just straight up percentages and facts right there, you know? That right there. <laughs> and, and well, math, that heartland, so... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, I don't, I mean, how do you, how do the Cardinals fix this right now though? Cause again, like we've talked about how they're, they're a second half team and the, they have to rely on heroics to even look competitive in a game. I don't know. I've stopped watching them cause they're just a boring team. They're not, I, I mean, mean, they got Hopkins back, but they, they let a team without a pulse score 17. I mean, the Rams are dead. They're, mm. they're imploding from within. Everybody hates each other there. I don't know. If the Rams are favored in any more games, I'm definitely betting the other team because I love taking underdog bets and mm. cashing in. So I'm going to be watching that. Sean McVay and, now, and Aaron Donald should have retired. Like that's said they were going to. Yeah. Should have. And now Co Cooper Cup, high Andrew, ankle sprain. He's going to be out. He's going to miss some time. So that's arguably their best player. They're dead. Done for. Okay. Yep. Okay, hold on, real quick. We're talking about Rams are three point. Rams are three-point dogs to New Orleans this week. Ooh, that is just a – take the under in this game. That is <laughs> ugly. That's an insult. <laughs> what, what is the under? Is it 35? Is, is it, is it going to be 30, 39 and a half. 39 and a half. 39 and a half. That's Iowa Hawkeye scores there. Is, is, is Stafford out again or what? 
Probably. I don't know. It don't matter if he is. It... Cooper Cup's gone. He's got no one to throw to. That's true. All right, real quick about TJ Hawkinson, because we were talking about bringing up his stats and, and looking that all up from college. Joey, what, what was uh, TJ Hawkinson's career stats at Iowa? Two years. I don't know. Did he have uh, 400 yards and five touchdowns? I'm really disappointed pancake blocks were not the first stat given by Joey. Uh, we don't keep track of those at Iowa. They just happen every play. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you were close for uh, season one. To- total was 70 receptions for 1,037 yards and nine touchdowns over two years. Okay. Oh, oh, you did say two years. Sorry. I, I would have guessed 800 yards and 10 touchdowns. Then, but, yeah, all right. That was still damn close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Chargers. And the Niners. Jesus, Eagles. Jesus. Whoa. uh, (laughs) Is this America's favorite team playing against LA's second favorite team? Yes. Yeah, they're saying that, uh, you know, Niners can beat anybody. What are they, like four and five? Anybody, though. Five to four. Yeah, they can beat anybody. Yeah, that's four a, losses. That's what we call winning record they, in the NFL trends. Five and four. Okay, they, they can beat anybody. They beat a team that doesn't have didn't. anybody. Yeah, I hate that when they say that. the Niners can beat anybody. Well, they can't beat the four teams that they lost to. Uh, the Jets can beat anybody. <laughs> I the mean, Panthers can beat anybody. I mean, let's okay. look at this at a very technical standpoint. Any team can beat any team because they're playing that week. You know, because they know have who, to show up. You know who can't win a game every week in the NFL? The Iowa Hawkeyes because they're in college football, or the Southeast <laughs> Valley Panthers or Jaguars because they're high school football. So yes, every team can beat every team. Yep. I, yeah, I do hate that. Like, oh, now now they got Christian McCaffrey who didn't lead them in receiving or rushing. I mean. I get it. He's another piece, but but yeah, I, I they, they will climb those power rankings after beating a depleted Chargers team. What I see that uh, Garoppolo is ten and two when he has thrown for zero touchdowns, which tells me the defense is really damn good. But they're playing, like you said, they're playing a Chargers team that has nobody to throw the ball to. Yeah, I honestly think that they should go with Brock Purdy. He knows how to throw to a good tight end. He knows how to hand the ball off to someone in the backfield. He knows how to use a outside weapon and just get him in, open in the get him open in the slot. I mean, that's all he needs to do. How does that Niners offense not score every fucking play? They have three playmakers on on that line. They have Trent uh, Williams, yeah, uh, yeah, as their left tackle. Like, is he injured? What the fuck? Uh, I think he was playing last night. I, I heard he was. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, last so two games have been against both of the L.A. teams that are just – the Chargers can be good if they're – the Rams are just dead. And then the two games prior, they get killed by the Chiefs and manhandled by the by the Falcons. So you, you put some actual talent against them. They can't score. And guess what? They're not that great. Right? It is worth noting that Trent's prediction that Brock Purdy would be starting quarterback by week nine is, is dead. It, it, it's passed. It did not happen. Trent was wrong. Uh, well, the, the fact that he did take some snaps, though, is pretty good. Because they were losing so badly. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet a tweet yesterday because uh, Cameron Dicker is the Chargers kicker right now. 
And there was a tweet that said, get Brock Purdy into the game. He's the only one that can beat Dicker right now because <laughs> he beat him every year in college, too. <laughs> uh, just as a heads so up, I wanna, including, I wanna... including the preseason, our teams are 3-0 versus the Niners. So the uh, Niners, you can officially suck our dicks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to do a shameless plug here, okay, because I just hate – like I, I just hate the national media and the power rankings. I just do because I, I know this week Packers will be like seven and the 49ers will be third ahead of the Vikings. I'm sure. Um, go to in the zones and look at Peter's power rankings after this week, because Peter, Peter is a pretty damn good writer. It looks like. Um, yeah. And then, then we have a weekly recap too that uh, is pretty damn good also. So shameless plug there. I would say we, we we need to figure out when he posts that because I, I like I said it would be fun to incorporate that into either our Monday pods here or even the bet uh, uh, road to two seventy two. I was gonna say I think road to two seventy two will be the way to do it. Cool. So so now that we've gone through every game, Bryant, uh, we were talking about going over our preseason predictions. Now that we're ten weeks into this thing, uh, yes, you want to hit us with that? Yep. So. Right now, we'll we'll uh, we'll do the MVP first. Um, Trent, you had uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Ryan, he had Justin Jefferson. Clark, you had Mahomes. I had Josh Allen, and then Joey had Justin Herbert. So, I mean, a, a decent run at the end of the season. All of a sudden, I mean, I think any one of those guys can can win it. You, you know, if if they carry their team. Um, and then as far as the Super Bowl matchups, Trent, you had Buffalo, Minnesota. Ryan, you had Buffalo, Minnesota. Clark, you had Kansas City, San Fran. <laughs> I had Kansas City, Arizona. Screw you, Clark. And then uh, <laughs> Joey had Chargers, Tampa Bay. So They're I mean, all still alive. They're all yeah, still I mean, alive. Every one of those teams, yeah. I mean, nothing. Nobody's been eliminated yet. Wait, Brian, who was yours? Chiefs and who? My, my Kansas City Cardinals. I hope that happens. Yeah. I hope the Cardinals make that Super Bowl, man. I, I feel like the Cardinals might uh, be a little out of it, but I, they're actually probably close yeah. to the last wild card spot, actually. So I would say there's there's seven games left, my friend. Anything can happen at this point. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins is back. They got hard knocks there. Um, JJ might be back. Um, who the fuck else is on that stupid team? They released their best JJ Watt back. played this week, dude. What's that? JJ Watt played this past yep. week. Well, there, well, there we go. He's should have had a scoop and score, but uh, the refs called it uh, <clears throat> forward or yep. his arm going forward wasn't even close. If I was JJ Watt, I'd be pissed because he picked that ball up and ran. It was an easy I, scoop and score. I don't know if he did it, but there was a guy on Twitter that that uh, retweeted to him or tweeted at him and be like, "Bro, can you help me out? I just lost a thousand dollars betting on your touchdown that they called back." And and JJ's like, yeah, hit me up. It, like, hit me up with your address. I'll send it. So, <laughs> you, you know, like, like that just makes me. It's like one good on that guy, but man, what a whiny little bitch! If you're gonna bet that money and then <laughs> lose it, and then you're gonna go to JJ Watt, millionaire, can you help me out? Because I mean, what are the, like who who actually bets that JJ Watt scores a touchdown? Nobody, nobody. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Is that right? You wanna, what's that? Go, I was going to say right now with the NFC, the, the 49ers have the last spot at five and four. So four and six is not out of it. Yeah, dude. You got Washington, Packers, Falcons, Cardinals, all all right there. 
for the for the Niners or for the sorry card for the wild for the wild card. Oh, for the for the wild card. Let's see the Cardinals. Yeah, yikes! Cardinals have Niners, Chargers, uh, Patriots, Broncos, Bucks, Falcons, uh, Falcons, and then Niners again. So that's a pretty tough slate. Uh, they needed they needed to win a few games like the the. Uh, let me see here. Earlier, who'd lose to? God, they actually just had a tough schedule this year. They play. I mean, they, they had the AFC West, which is going to be tough. Other than the Raiders every week, at least the Broncos have some defense. Um, and then the NFC South, it looks like. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's ha- – yeah, I, I mean, I agree. It's possible, but I don't think it's happening. Hopefully, uh, I know the Packers, the Titans on Thursday. I don't have any faith in the Titans winning, but that would be nice. Then they have the Eagles. That should hopefully be a loss. I think the Titans' defense is legit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I got faith in them. I haven't – I haven't watched them enough to really know. I really don't don't know. I mean, they they didn't they did enough with the Chiefs, and again, I don't know if that. I mean, Vrabel just has our number as well. Um, but I mean, they they look solid enough versus the Chiefs, and if you can slow that offense down, I mean, they just couldn't quite put it away. And that was also trying to win a game by not passing and having Malik Willis starting. So we yeah. didn't even play have- the best Titans, if you want to look at it that way. I have to ask you guys a question here, but and this isn't me being sarcastic or anything. As Chiefs fans, you can basically say, compared to the Chiefs, they did this because the Chiefs are a standard that is set to you know for for comparison. It must be nicer for a team like that. That's the standard. It hasn't always been this way, Ryan. Yeah, it only it only yeah. took forty years of Never. of pissing the you know, pissing the game away. And, and again, as Vikings fans, you know the feeling too. So, yeah, I just l- like I said. That, turned 33 and I, in a positive, I will never see a Super Bowl in my lifetime. And I haven't mm. seen a Super Bowl in my lifetime. You've got to remember the Chiefs aren't that many years removed from not having a wide receiver score a touchdown all mm-hmm. season. <laughs> again, the thing is, they were always like on the cusp. They're always like middle of the road. They were never bottom of the barrel. But, yeah, you know, they – they're, they were never they're downright easy. atrocious. Yeah, even yeah. like when they had Alex Smith, I mean, they were solid. If they made the playoffs, they were losing game one. That's just yeah. how it went. Yeah, so, pissing yeah. it down their leg when they have Priest Holmes and all, and that amazing offensive line to fucking Peyton Manning, that piece of how shit. Many I, I hate Peyton backs. Manning so much. How many God, great running backs the team Kansas City had? Who was the amazing kick returner you guys had? Dante Hall. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so, he, he so looking- it's like I'm je- I'm jealous that you guys have a team that is the standard, and maybe the Vikings can turn into that now. I mean, they're looking damn good, but you guys have been the standard for four years now, basically. Make some moves, take a quarterback about number ten. You guys will be right in it. Yeah, wait till Iowa State beats quarterback by fifty six, and then draft him. That's right. Honest, <laughs> honest question though. Do you guys see any quarterbacks in college in the foreseeable future that are like super NFL ready? Arch Manning. Uh, if you ask Bryant, <laughs> Patrick just, Mahomes wasn't NFL just, ready when the Chiefs took him. So I agree. I still agree with that take at that time. And then we got Andy Reid, and everything fell into place. Well, we had Andy Reid, but not the right quarterback. But like, I will still stand by that. When you see Iowa State score sixty-six points and you can't put up anything on that defense, I'll stand by that take until the end of time. I was wrong. But I was justified at that time to be upset. 
it, didn't that, they go five and seven that year too? Texas Tech, yeah. like they didn't even make a bowl game with that was, Mahomes. That was back when Trayvon Boykins was the best QB in the Big Twelve. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, Jesus, Trayvon Boykin. And, so uh, I just like Gino was Smith. scrolling uh, Instagram reels the other day, and there was like a whatever happened to it was Tank Carter. What Ooh, did that happen dude was linebacker? Yeah. yeah, he like tore. He got in the NFL, played a couple of seasons, and then drafted by the Browns, I think. Yeah, and he played for the Bills as well, maybe. And then he tore his ACL or something like that, and was cut. And now he owns his own cement company in Texas or something like that. Oh, nice. But yeah, so do you guys see any QBs like in the foreseeable future as NFL ready? Uh, I don't trust the really on-field performance here. I mean, you got to be looking for the intangibles. That's what Mahomes has. Mahomes has it's just that ultimate competitor mentality. He's going to study the game and give it a hundred percent every time. Like he just makes Andy Reid system work beautifully. So I don't know. I, I I hate to sit here and say like, oh, Bryce Young is the guy you need because he's not. He he's not the guy you need. Um, no. he might do, like, he, he, uh, he probably do just fine in the NFL, but you, you just need somebody special that might not be somewhere they need to be right now and in the NCAA making a big name for themselves. That that's kind of where I stand. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you make a good point. Like who it could be somebody that's in uh Miami, FCS, Ohio, Roethlisberger. FC, FCS. I mean, look at Carson Wentz, look at Josh Allen, you know, um, yeah, could be somebody that we don't even know of yet. We haven't heard of him because he's playing in the FCS. Joey thinks that C.J. Stroud's that guy. I do like C.J. Stroud. Uh, If I was going to pick a quarterback coming out this year, it would be Devin Leary from NC State. He looks really fucking good. Uh, I think he's uh, got a huge arm, very accurate. If he gets in the right system, I think he'd be better than Pickett. So there's that. What about like Caleb Williams? I know he's a big name. He came from Oklahoma. He followed Lincoln Riley to USC. I mean, Lincoln Riley's a quarterback whisperer. I mean, mm-hmm. I like it. USC's doing really good this year. Yeah, Baker Mayfield was great. Yeah. The thing with 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 Caleb Williams, I think, is going to be: is he going to have that mental fortitude? Because I know he was even having complaints in the off season about. Oh, Homo fans were upset that I was leaving. This is my because it's like, yeah, because you committed to their school and then and it's never happened to them before, but then you left with their deserter coach. So could you not understand there might be a little backlash and stuff? So if you're not gonna be able to under, understand that, how are you gonna be able to understand when when in at an at an NFL team they berate you for having a bad game? You know, right. Caleb mm-hmm. really hasn't even had that too many terrible games in college and he's still having that type, you know, having that type of mentality. So I don't know. I think he's kind of soft as baby shit right now. Another one to look out for Spencer Petras. Yeah. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Padilla. Hmm? Yeah. I, in, in about four years, JJ Cole. Ooh, JJ Cole. Yeah. I, the, yeah, we'll get into that on Thursday trend, but I think they need to make a change, man. That it's, pfft. Because right now we ain't got the answer with who we got right now. No, no. Well, let's uh, let's hit the movie minute here. Ooh, yeah. uh, I'll Eagles. let you guys take it because Ooh. Eagles going to get their I first loss. That yeah. looks like it. Jesus. I don't say watch. Yes. Uh, More only box. thing that matters. Only thing that matters. The overhit. 
And more importantly, we, 69xxx.life is now following us and commenting. Sex bots oh, are back. Yeah. <laughs> One of Kevin's yes. followers. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, this, this probably is Kevin. Well, you know, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin, for sharing, sharing the uh, YouTube. I don't want to see his hot photo, though. Yeah, does that link work? I might have to like it. <laughs> you want me to leave it up or you want me to take it down, Brett? Yeah, take it down. Oh, shit. But no, I would say just for the movie minute here. So I that was the dumbest thing I could have done last week was uh, we did the, the college uh, football pod. And then it, a, uh, afterwards, I got a ticket for ten fifty to go to the Black Panther movie. And I got it like a month and a half ago. I bought it right when they came out. Because I'm like, okay, it's a Marvel movie. It's not going to be much more than two hours. That's typically what it is. It was two hours and 41 minutes. And I, at 10.50, they just started the the uh, previews and everything. It was it was a late movie, but I, I'll be honest, man. They I really enjoyed it. Uh, just to keep it spoiler-free, um, even though the movie was that long, it was it was paced really well. Um, and the obvious big question is with Chad, uh, Chadwick Boseman's passing, how are they going to handle that within the movie? And they handle it pretty immediately. It is the opening scene that's very dramatic, and, and it addresses it really well. Um, and then I would say, ju just with the actual movie itself, um, Namor, he is uh, he is the villain in this, kind of, basically Aquaman in the MCU, but um, he's a bit of a, more of an anti-hero. So, surprise, in the Ryan Coogler movie, the U.S. government is going to be the real villain. You know, th these two, they, they kind of fight side by side. But um, no, it, it is, a, I, I, like I said, 240, 241 long. It was a very good movie. Uh, probably the, I mean, by far strongest phase four movie or project, um, just because they put so much more into it. Um, it only had one post credit scene, but I, I'll, I'll be honest, it, it, that's all it needed, and it ended on a very good note. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really no negative in this one, man. I, I mean... I know everyone kind of the biggest complaint lately with Marvel is they're going woke. Um, this one, I mean, you could feel that you could see where they might go woke. And I, I think they, they addressed it pretty well. Um, they brought in, they brought in a couple side characters like a uh, iron That's going to have a uh, TV series, which if there's one complaint, the, this, this character called Ironheart is supposed to be basically iron, the iron man replacement. And the suit looked like dog shit. You can see it in the commercial, so that's not spoiling anything. It looks awful in the in the uh, in the actual movie. I hope they fix it for the TV show, but um, otherwise, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought it was really well. And then um, spoiler. So if if you're not wanting to, this is not a huge spoiler. I think you you guys can hear it. But they've been doing it like in the Kamala Khan series and everything. They're slowly introducing mutants. And that's how they mm. address Namor, as they're saying he's a mutant. So slowly we're starting to see all these, like, Deadpool 3 is going to be coming out soon. I think that's how they're really going to tie in the mutants into the uh, the whole MCU here. Hell yes. How do you uh, compare it to the first Black Panther? I would say first Black Panther is pretty... Uh, I would say it, it, it's hard to top that one, man. I would say I don't think this one is as good... There's a lot of things I, I I wouldn't say a lot of things. There's a couple of things I really didn't like, but there's a couple of decent cameos that that kept it original, uh, or that that kept it kind of kept you on your toes. Um, but I wouldn't say this is far behind the original. Oh, Eagles yeah. are going to score. Prevent defense. <laughs> oh shit! There's no there's no time left. That was dumb. Touchdown, yeah. Washington. 
Yep. Did you say touchdown Eagles? No. No, touchdown Washington. So the over still hit and the Eagles still lost. Washington <laughs> plus 11 is good. Golly. I would say Washington could have been minus 11. You want to push there. I had uh, had doubts after Philadelphia did not look great against Houston. Yeah, but and think they they played on Thursday. Was that Thursday last week or was that two weeks ago in that game? Oh, it was two weeks ago. Or uh, no, it it was two weeks ago. Yeah, so they've had like basically an extended. They've had a week and a half to prep for this game. They had the mini buy. Yeah, the mini buy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Well. Again, no. I mean, Dolphins popped their champagne, nineteen seventy-two, or Mercury Morris, or wherever the fuck they they were when they only played yep. twelve games in a season. So I don't know. Well, I would say that that helps. So the Vikings are now tied with the Eagles, but the Eagles have the tiebreaker right now, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the, I mean, Eagles will still be number one, but that that was a key uh, that was a key loss for you to keep them going. At this point, I think the Vikings look the best. Right now, they keep they they they've been winning their games. I don't know. Every other team Eagles, has had their weak performances. Yeah, for me, it's just that the Eagles handle the Vikings, so that's why I have a hard time saying that. But that was only week two of a brand new system and, and coaching staff, right. so it's it's hard mm-hmm. to. Well, I was also prime I'd like time to see him for, play now. And that, that's prime time, Cuzzy. You know. Can't well, and that, that was pre Kirko. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have Kirk Thuggins at that point. Yeah, Kirko, Kirko Chains. Bangs. Kirko Chains was not a thing. You keep those noon games rolling, and Kirko Chains gonna stay alive. I sent that. I sent the video of uh, of uh, tell my kids about noon, twelve o'clock. Kirk Cousins and it's Vince McMahon going. He was something special. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to the movement. I hear Andor Hello. becoming a little special. It was a lot better this week, Clark. Way better. It it was just all building up to this moment, Ryan. You got to look at the big picture. I get that, but I stand behind that the prison part could have been two episodes shorter. There's more happening besides what's in the prison. All right. All right. I don't understand. It was very good. Yeah. Well, that's, oh, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing is it, it it's long episodes or 50 minute episodes. I have the attention span of a gerbil and <laughs> there's all this going on. My phone is more, it's more exciting than what's going on on the screen. And there's just nothing that holds my attention. So finally an episode that held my attention the whole 45 minutes. Yeah. So I think the parts I'm still kind of curious about are, is everything with, uh, the Deidre Miro or whatever, the ISB agent, and then uh, the guy who was like the security officer for the corporation from like the first episode. Uh, I'm still kind of curious where he's headed. Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot to be shown there. I think we kind of saw the uh, the climax there at the prison with the breakout and Cassian breaking loose. You know, he, he, he worked so hard to get the leader of his floor to kind of take over. And then it comes to the moment where they're all jumping ship and the guy who he worked so hard to be like, Hey, we got to go. We got to go. This is when we go. And he's just like, I can't swim. I'm going, I'm dead. This is where my road ends. Like 
Yep. How many um, episodes left in the season are there? Two. Two episodes two? left. Um, say I, I I just started um episode one and I was shocked how well it uh it, it pulled me in. So I'm hoping to be caught up by uh by the season finale here. Um yeah, just Great make ride. sure you got it, Brian. Make sure you've got a comfortable bed to sleep in while you're watching. <laughs> On my couch, I'll be just fine. Don't you worry, my friend. Yeah. I don't know when you're going to be able to watch because uh, Call of Duty is getting an update on Wednesday, so you better do it all tomorrow. Yeah, I uh, I forgot that Warzone 2 is coming up so uh, so quick. So, I mean, that, that, that huge update is going to happen. Um, like, golly, I mean, I, I, I looked back. Um, they actually did a pretty cool, like, if you put in your gamer tag for the um, for Warzone, it, it sends you a video, like a two-minute video of, like, who in your squad like died the earliest every time or like had the most deaths and, and, and what you were known for and stuff like that. It, it was pretty cool. little montage. Um, when I look back, I had, Oh my Lord, because it was during COVID and you could just play for like eight hours a day. Cause there's nothing else to do. Um, I, I think I had like a month on Warzone. So Warzone two, I, I don't even want to know how much I'm going to have play on there. I had 19 hours. That was it. in Warzone two. Oh. Or Warzone one, so you missed out, bud, on all the metas. I'm gonna say about 18 of that was on Rebirth with a few guys. So, yeah. Once you we left Verdansk, it, it was just a completely different game, to be honest. So I, I've, I've heard a lot of good things on this map, and it's bring a lot of Modern Warfare to uh, like High Rise, Quarry, uh, or uh, Rust, and Shipment are gonna be within the Warzone map. So I, I'm pretty excited. Looking forward to it. You know, I, I don't really play much of Warzone. Just I'm just not a big – I'm not huge on those type of games. So Season one's coming out, which they are going to add a lot of stuff, especially hardcore. I'm, I'm just – I'm mainly a Team Deathmatch guy. I'll play a lot of multiplayer modes, but Team Deathmatch mainly. So they usually add two maps. They're adding Shoot, uh, shoot House again, which – I mean, not a bad map, but that was MW1, and they're bringing shipment with it. So you you already kind of have a lack of maps that release, and you bring back shipment, the one that's been overdone the most, and and shoot house, which was just in your last modern war. So give us give us some new maps. Come on. I I'll be honest, man. I think the only reason they do that is because they know that's what. If you haven't bought the new Modern Warfare 2, they know that's what's going to bring you in Season 1. You have Shipment, you have Shoot House, you're going to be able to grind. You, you know, look at all these new weapons. And there's also a new game mode on DM, uh, DMZ. So we've talked about how you already have to grind quite a bit to get all these weapons and golds and stuff. Sounds like in this new mode that's like a raid if or uh, DMZ, if you pick up a weapon like uh, the mini back or uh, like the AK-74U, the stuff that isn't unlocked right away unless you unlock this gun to unlock this gun to blah 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 if you get one of those weapons in dmz and i think if you win the match or if you leave whatever however they they're wording it with that weapon it's unlocked automatically so i mean it's also oh. another incentive if you haven't been one of these streamers that has been grinding golds the whole time and have everything unlocked it is a decent way to jump in and actually get some weapons that you don't have to grind for hours to get as well either and for a casual like all of us that's huge 
Yeah. Um, there was one question that I saw on Twitter, which was, it was an interesting one because I couldn't think of an answer was of all the modern warfare two maps that got released at launch, which one would be a good map to do a 24 seven playlist on. And honestly, there's not really one that's, that stands out as being good enough to do that. No, that if you're going to do a 24 hour, it either has to be a brand new map or it has to be a smaller map because that, that is my one complaint on all these six V six maps is so if you, if you ever get behind your half of your match is, is like, I play a lot of objective based games and B is in the middle. I go push B someone's camping. I die. I am 150 meters away and I have to sprint all the way back to the game and die. And then you're sprinting enough. It's like running simulator. So, I mean, there's especially not a lot of... The, especially the interstate map or the border crossing map. Terrible. Worst map I've ever played. And, I, and I've been playing Call of Duty. Not, not the longest of anyone. I've been playing over a decade, maybe 15 years. The shittiest map I've ever had to experience. Between every little nook and cranny that people can hide in to people chucking grenades and... If the cars aren't all blown up by first blood, you're getting randomly killed by a car that's been sitting there that somehow didn't blow. I mean, it it is god awful with with these super long lanes that you can just lay down and snipe from. I mean, and people just play it terribly too. I don't mind the map. I just hate how you are running forever once you die and spawn. Like, there's no spawns that you can spawn in the map somewhere. Nope. You're spawning way at the end, and you're running, die, run, die. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not. I think Ryan loses focus before he even gets back to the battle. <laughs> that is the cool thing about this one, is there's, like, no time between matches to do anything. Like, I want to look at my that. gun. Well, that's, that's bugged, so I can't even look at my guns anyway, so whatever. But, yeah, yeah. you have no time to do anything in between matches. No. So, so that kind of interrupts the flow. Like, and again, we've talked about it. I love that it loads you in early enough so you can be in the match from the beginning every single time. I don't need to be in a map 45 seconds before to watch a black screen for 15 seconds to have a stupid animation for 30 seconds of you flying in and you can't change anything. And then when you, I mean, give me that time to actually switch things. Hey, I just unlocked this cool thing. Oh, I'm already in the next game. Now I have to back out and break the flow to do something for 45 seconds, then start a brand new match, which sometimes that can be bugged and take a while too, but it just. I'm thankful we don't have the MVP voting at the end of this one. Like I, I, mean, I, I want, didn't I want mind it. Oh yeah. I miss map voting, but at the end, at the end of Vanguard, when he had MVP voting, I mean, that was 30 seconds of really, what was the point of it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was more than that, dude. If, if uh, excuse me, I, I always, again, if you're playing objective-based games or even team deathmatch and you're out of it, I had to back out in Vanguard way before because people that, uh, I think it was like J-God or whatever, they were doing stats. It, it From when the match ended to the replay to voting to loading back into the, and I have the fastest X, well, not Series X, but Series S, it was over 45 seconds. Yeah. yeah, so if you're doing a 30-minute so token, I mean, you're losing probably a quarter of it on, on just the, the end game screens. Yeah, so that is a nice change. But I agree. Where did the map voting go? I, I missed that, where you could unvote or vote out the crappy they, maps. Yeah, they, they don't want to know that the interstate levels got awful. That's why. That, and I am not enjoying the race car one either. 
the rest of them I can tolerate. Race car can d- depend. That's another large map where objective based you could be in a far corner and you're you're just SOL. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's too big. Too big and too many weird little nooks and crannies people hiding. Yeah. That's what she so, said. So are we squatting up after we're done? Sure, why not? <laughs> I know I'm gonna grind I know I'm gonna grind for at least another hour or so. So depends on how depends on how early I, I get done with what I need to do. Well shoot, it's only nine twenty there, Ryan. You got like a good three hours left to go. I'm more worried about you guys. Oh, we're good. No, All right. we're good. I got nothing else to say to be honest. So Joey, any update on NBA two K two three? I haven't even opened it yet. I haven't played it. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Uh I drafted a team, uh, but I did not play it. You oh, oh, yeah, you do the, the legacy type of yep. yep. I want to know Joey's overall overall number one pick. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you get, Joey? Allen Iverson. Okay. Solid. I'd like pick 13. I had Iverson and Bede, Clay Thompson, uh, Rudy Gobert, and Michael Red as my five. No, Red was my backup point or backup shooting. I don't know who my small forward was. Who, who went 1 1? I have LeBron James, Bronny James, mm-hmm. Bronny James's son, and Bronny James's son's son. I mean, if I wanted to rig it, I would, but I just went with whatever they randomly gave me. There you go. Who who went one one in the all time draft, Joey? Jordan, and then LeBron, okay. and then I so want to say better Kareem. than LeBron. Well, he's a ninety nine. LeBron's a ninety eight. Perfect. You should have got Wilt. I like the small, slashy, fast point guards. If I didn't take Iverson, I would have taken Derrick Rose. Should have got Pete Maravich then. Pistol Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Average 54 game before the three-point line. Can can they block the granny shot in this game? (laughs) Like uh, every single person can. (laughs) You should have drafted Jackie Moon there. Nope. I'll let you know as soon as I do play it. I'm off all of next week, so yeah, I'll be fucking some shit up. Hopefully, there's gonna be so many buildings put up on on Jack's property. That's insane, right? And I stupidly volunteered my time. Yeah, no, there kidding. you go. I, I had a good time with them this weekend. I haven't we haven't been able to do a project on a weekend for a while, so it was nice. Nice. Joey's just begging to pour some concrete. Yeah, this was. Little more intense. It was hanging roof trusses and then putting sheeting on a roof. So my uh okay. my fat ass sit on the ground. I so what, what do you guys think about that final call in the game tonight, the Monday night football game? That roughing or that yeah. Was that the right call? Missed it. Technically, yes. He gave right. himself up, he was down. Guys came in, hit him. That's how I took it. A few of the guys from PMS are saying that was a terrible call. It was a soft call. What is this call? It was the right call. It really was. I mean, the guys are coming in. He's acting like a runner, but then he goes down on a knee, giving himself up, and the guys come in yeah. and hit him. It's not like he – it wasn't even really a slide, but he did just, like, go down on a knee. Right. Well, so, the thing was is he was down for, like, two seconds before they hit him. <laughs> Uh, you your count's pretty long there, Ryan. Are you like one, two? 
or is it like a one Mississippi, two Mississippi? Okay, he was down for at least a full second before. I, I don't think first it was one, that long. The, the first one wasn't a big deal, but the second one when he came in after the first guy got him, that's that was just stupid. So I have to uh, also mention UFC 281 this weekend was amazing. And I, uh, if I would have put money in beforehand, I would have won a five-leg parlay with two underdogs. So God knows what $10 would have won, probably 300 or so. So, yeah. So you had Adesanya losing? Yep. Damn. Because he lost to Perea uh, multiple times before that. Yep. So then also, bad UFC news. One of my favorite fighters of all time, Anthony Rumble Johnson, passed away at 38 this weekend. And not sure what. Some people are saying lymphoma, but motherfucker could throw hands. He is the inspiration for one of my dog names. I'm going to name one of my dogs Rumble at some point. <laughs> what kind of dog will it be, though? It'll be a bulldog, for sure. Yep. Yeah, so let's uh, get this baby wrapped up. Anyone else got anything else with Movie Minute or anything? good let's get the hell out of here cool well as always hit us up on our socials at heartland pulse twitter and instagram search us on facebook youtube just search pulse of the heartland um, also look us up on in the zone studio that's our new uh media channel partners and then as always this will be out first thing tomorrow morning when you wake up on all your podcast networks this is uncle joe and the rest of the group signing out see you guys Bye. Appreciate you.